Welcome to the podcast that explores mysterious disappearances, bizarre worldly occurrences, strange phenomenon, and basically everything that's weird. Welcome to the podcast, Everything That's Weird. We are your hosts, Anthony and Brandon. Tonight, we are talking rapid fire. (laughs) (laughs) 50 mysteries, 50 states, although we're not going to get to 50 tonight. We're going to do 25, uh, and then we're going to come back and do 25 more. And we're just going to go in alphabetical order. Um, And this is uh, Reader's Digest is compilated uh, uh, there are 50, 50 mystery, unsolved mysteries from each state. And uh, this is going to be like our hot takes on each one. So some of these we're going to just we're going to just kind of say our opinion. Um, and then some of them we may come back to uh, mm-hmm. for future episodes. There's a really there's a lot of them that are really interesting. Um, okay, so I used to know the state song, um, Alabama and Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, <laughs> Connecticut, and all. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know it anymore. I'd have to look at, right. I'd have to read the, I'd have to read the entire um, list of states with lyrics to do it because, <laughs> but however, we're going to start with Alabama mm-hmm. and then we're going to end up in Missouri. And then our next episode, uh, we'll continue from there. So the first state <clears throat> is Alabama. Yep. And this sounds like an Alabama story all the way. <laughs> the Brasher Die Disappearance. So, Billy Howard and uh, the Die Brothers, they were Billy Howard and Robert. They disappeared in 1956 along with their cousin, Dan Brasher. Mm-hmm. They were last seen leaving a relative's house in rural Jefferson County in 1947 in the Green Ford, but no one noticed they were missing. Um, and the reason <laughs> was they were known to be heavy drinkers. Okay. <laughs> Which I understand. Right. Um, But by the time anything was like, anything was filed or like there was actually a police report, Mm -hmm. um, there was no kind of evidence except for like, like urban legend. Yeah, it's like they, they, it's kind of funny because they were, they said that when they were investigating this, they were met with a lot of awkward silence. Like people were real tight lipped, or they, it was the complete opposite and they were telling outlandish stories. I think it was like, it was like one way or the other. Either they were like, I'm not saying a word. (laughs) Just wait. I don't know if you remember what. What was it? There was an old cartoon back in the day where they kept calling the they kept calling them the revenueers, the tax people coming for for the moonshiners. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> it's like you uh, must be one of them revenueers. So it it, it sounds so that, like that. It, and so a lot of people think this is maybe like a drunk 
a drug deal gone bad. Mm-hmm. Because the drug at the time was alcohol. Yeah, it was moonshine. Right. So, um, I don't know enough about this one. I've read a little bit about it. Um, but it happened a very long time ago. Right. There's zero, there's zero, like, zero evidence. There's a lot yeah. of people, there's a lot of, like, first, second, third hand accounts of mm-hmm. what happened to them before they left. But other than that, that's kind of where they're at. Um, I got nothing on this one. Yeah, I mean, there's just, like you said, it's old. There's not a lot to go by. And from all, all, all the stuff that I read that you see, it's it, it's a bunch of dudes that went out and got hammered on moonshine and most likely drove their car off some fucking cliff <laughs> or something yeah. or, or drove into a lake. Now, and I can tell you this, there's a, there's a, real quick, there's like a, a guy on like YouTube that, they do diving and they 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 locate people when the police can't find them they call these people and then they go around the local waterways and dive and they've found hundreds of missing cases hundreds of them i mean like and they and they're they're on point they know how to do it not touch the evidence how to not disturb it file it with the police the police are either cooperative or they get all pissy because they saw the case Yeah, so so. There, there's another thing. They're on horseback called Texas Equisearch. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're on horseback. Mm-hmm. And they go into places all over the country. Yeah, rough country. Yeah, and they go into rough country and they search um, where the people have been. So, yeah, maybe this is one for them. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think I, in my mind, these guys are sitting at the bottom of a lake. Yeah, I don't have anything. They were running some that. shine. Got a little squirrely <laughs> on the turn. They were trying to straighten the turns and flatten the hills, and it didn't work and, out for them. You know, the reason that there's proofs on liquor is to know how much you're drinking. And back in the day, that didn't exist. Okay. So maybe you got some bad shine. Right. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know about that one. You're saying. I think I think they're I think they're I think it's nothing like crazy. It's just they can't find the location of the vehicle, and they're all three dead. Okay, that's my so, that's my working theory. <laughs> all right, little evidence. So Alabama Alaska, done. There you go, Alaska, Alabama. <laughs> Alaska. Yeah, Alaska's a really good one. Mm-hmm. We are going to do an episode of this one. Got to. We have to because this one's good. So, um, Alaska is, is called the investor murders and the investor was a ship and it was seen burning off the coast, um, of a port in Alaska. Coast of Craig. Coast of Craig. And inside (laughs) there are eight bodies. Yeah. The owner, his pregnant wife. Their two daughters and four crewmen. They've been shot to death, left to burn. Um, and there was a suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he was acquitted. Yeah, not only that, that they paid him. They they gave him like nine hundred thousand. He was acquitted twice. Yeah. 
He was yeah. acquitted. They tried him again. Well, they had a deadlock jury the first time around, and then they acquitted him the second time around. Once they acquitted him, he, they were susceptible to, I guess, legal lawsuits. So he he filed suit, and they had originally asked for an outrageous amount, but then it settled for 900000 and, and By the way, that's always how it happens. And nobody would talk about it, like why they switched. But we'll get more in-depth on this one because I don't think there's a straightforward answer for this, and I think we got to do an episode on that one. So our hot take I, is to be continued, I think. I think that is a to be continued because um, the guy that they originally charged with this and all the stuff that happened with this. Mm-hmm. People, um, eyewitnesses, there was people seeing, they got, they got some timelines there and there's a lot going on. All right. The next one, we're going to do an episode of this one, too. <laughs> uh, this one is a murderer. His name is Robert Fisher mm-hmm. in Arizona. Yeah. And he's wanted for the the murder of his wife and two kids. Um, and he blew up the house they lived in. Yeah. Yeah, and blew he it up. On the run. Yes. He disappeared the night of the fire and he has not been seen since. Um, there's this, talk of know, suicide. This is, ama- this is amazing to me because, like, as a white man, and you could, and I, I'm not going to get canceled for this, but, like, as a white man, you can't just hide out in Mexico. I know people are always like, <laughs> you can go to Mexico, but they're like, hey, dude, Gringo lives on fucking Fifth Street. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. there is no loyalty with, <laughs> yeah. with the locals when you've killed your wife, especially in a Latin country yeah. where you've killed your wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Nobody's protected you. Right. So, this one's very interesting to me because, like, okay, he's on the run, and everybody seems to think that he's um, either in Mexico or some kind of Central America company. Yeah, well, if you're in country. Scottsdale and you're on the run, the logical place to go is Mexico. Like, yeah, but he is so white, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, a lot of people think he's living in the wilderness, and yeah. which is but you can that, play up on that white thing. You could just like wear like Hawaiian shirts and a hat and a camera around your neck and act like a fucking tourist. Nobody's <laughs> gonna give you the side eye because they all walk around there like that. But that's but, a good uh, point, actually. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> there's there's sections of Mexico that are like just for American tourists. They're like just for American tourists, like whole towns that are, that, that isn't real Mexican culture. It's all right, but we're going to do this one. Cause I would yeah. like to, I would really like to visit this one mm-hmm. and see what, you know, where he could be, if there's any sightings of him or anything. So I'm undecided on this. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind revisiting those, those two. Yeah, it just happened like, back to back, but just because it's like preliminary, uh, we, I looked at it briefly. Um, I did a little bit of research, but I haven't had. It's not like Maura Murray, where I actually found a picture 
and mm. I think I know where she is. This yeah. is just a guy that got away with it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Air, um, we are on Arkansas. So okay. Arkansas is the Gordon Lights. Yeah. So ever All since right, 1930, so- a floating light has appeared above the railroad tracks near Gordon, sometimes in late October. It's not in dispute whether the light appears because thousands of people have seen it. it uh, what remains a mystery is the cause of the light. Some people believe it's a ghost of William McLean, a railroad worker murdered in 1931. And others believe it's a natural phenomenon caused by swamp gas. You know, the old swamp gas reflecting off a weather balloon hit by the light of Venus. Um, and because uh, there's like a lot of quartz, I guess, there okay. beneath the land. So um, there can be, you know, multiple reasons for it. But I, for me, Arkansas is a natural phenomenon that because they, I, I think because you're dealing with light, it could be coming from multiple different places. It could be coming from one place really far away. You know what I mean? It's not like. Light doesn't have to appear right where the light source is. You know, we know that from lasers and flashlights and, and all that stuff. Okay. So, so we have this where we're from. Mm-hmm. It's called the Oxford Lights, mm-hmm. and it's in Oxford, Ohio, mm-hmm. which is close to Miami University. Right. I have been pulled over by a cop in Oxford, Ohio. Looking at the Oxford Lights in Miami of Ohio. <laughs> so he said, What are you guys doing? And I said, ah, We heard the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is like, it's like what you do when you're fucking a teenager. All right, you fucking burnouts. Right. Get out of the car. You're right. under arrest. I, I know he, you're he smoking did. weed. He's like, What are you doing? And I said, Ah. All right, we heard ah, that there's like Oxford lights, and he's like, "Yeah." He was so <laughs> mad, he, and I said, "And we we did see it." And so Oxford, Ohio, has the same exact thing, right? And it, and their tradition is that a motorcycle guy died. And the ghost of his motorcycle light <laughs> comes towards you if you park at this certain place. Yeah. This is the 90s. We all knew this place. Yeah. We go there. We see it. We're like, there it is. That's fucking like yeah. that. And that's the light. And he's like, you dummies. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he said, that's what he said. You guys are dummies. This is like how cops talk to teenagers. <laughs> He's like, you guys are dummies. All right. Do you know about light refraction? And we're like, no. <laughs> He's like, All right, look, dude. There's several points of light because there's two highways coming together right here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that. So if you have a perfect amount of traffic yeah it looks like the headlights 
going northbound yeah. and going southbound are coming towards you. Right. That's all it is. Right. There's no ghost rider. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we had one where we had a, just for an example too, we had an incident <clears throat> where we were out in the woods somewhere up <clears throat> where we weren't supposed to be, you know, doing teenager stuff and like lights kept fucking dancing through the woods and like just going back and forth across the woods like brr, brr, back and forth and we could not figure it out forever and it wasn't until like, we were down in that area another time and i was coming back up and there's a bridge overpass from the road like really far away from where we were in the woods and it had those concrete sidewalls with the slot openings on the side yeah right. so every time cars went by if you had two right. of them coming past each other on that bridge at the same time right. it right. did it they shine through there well that's exactly what he said it didn't hit anything until it got to that point so it was like right. all of a sudden you'd see these you know five six foot tall strands of like you know lines of he light like, he was like crossing back and forth you won't see this at four in the morning because there's not enough traffic right and he's like get out of here yeah so you i think like, that's what that is i think that's an easy that's an easy some, one i'm fine i'm fine phenomenon. i'm fine with that because mm -hmm. that happened to me mm -hmm. yeah. okay um cali alcatraz all right here's the thing i've been to alcatraz mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i've been to alcatraz I swam in the waters um, in Santa Monica, not San Francisco. San Francisco is colder than Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. However, I know a lot about this. The, the two brothers are from Florida. Mm -hmm. And they spent their whole life in the ocean. They also, there's evidence that they sent letters from Argentina, right? Yeah. I think they made it. Yeah, me too. I, I've always thought that this I, I'm was like, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty good swimmer. I could do it. I'm not so positive about the one guy. The one guy, maybe not. But like, I'm a good you. swimmer. Like, so I used to run all the time. And one night after our softball game, I wrestled a guy and I thought I broke my leg. I ended up having a high ankle sprain yeah. um, and I couldn't run. So I started swimming. I couldn't run. That's why when I heard Mahomes said the high ankle sprain, I'm like, yeah. that's devastating. Yeah. But he didn't have a high ankle sprain. High ankle <laughs> sprains are a real deal. They're like, it's like from mid calf to your mid foot, that doesn't work. So like, I had a bruise from all the way from my mid calf to my mid foot, and I couldn't even work. I was a bartender, right. and if I turned, it was so extremely painful. Yeah. So I started swimming. And, uh, yeah, but it's not exactly fair to compare yourself to an NFL quarterback. It was like that Nate Bargatze joke when he was talking about how 
He got I'm up. not comparing myself to him. I'm he said saying. he said he got up from watching the football game, and why he went to the fridge to get a beer. A guy on the team I ran know. a touchdown <laughs> on a on a kickoff. He goes, he ran a hundred yards <laughs> before I could yeah. do maybe three to four. <laughs> and he had eleven guys that really wanted to stop him. I didn't even have an ottoman in the way. <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> but but all I'm saying is it's extremely painful. Right. right? I started swimming. I started swimming because mm-hmm. I couldn't run. So I started swimming and I would swim um like three or four miles a week. Right. And I feel like I could do it. I saw yeah. I went to Alcatraz. I actually did the tour. I know it's cold, but I feel like yeah. But you how- know, it's like one of those things where they say you can't. Like they 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 build a, a, a prison up as escape proof, and because they don't, they can't fathom that somebody would be able to pull that off. And that's like it's not that far. That's the all that you know. It isn't, and they and it that's really the is. thing that people say about almost everything until somebody does it, and then you're like, oh, and then multiple people start doing it you know what i mean and it's like it's really not that far like mm-hmm. um you do have to take a ferry there um but there's several places you can stop like even if you get pulled out to sea you can stop at the golden gate bridge right you know like yeah. so there there's i think they did it especially a couple dudes from florida that were like based um, ocean based and like knew how the ocean works like yeah that's that's a little bit different ocean than Florida and it's colder but like some Vaseline there's some there's some things you can do to like really change that and we can do that one too I wouldn't mind coming back well here's a I mean there's like you're saying about being able to swim well. I mean, there's 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 cases like you got the like the, what is it, what are they called the Baju people in Indonesia, where they live on the water all the time, right? Right. They are right. so um, apt at being in the water, they can hold their breath longer than most people. Like they're as a as a uh, collective, like you know what I mean. If you're doing an average for them, they can hold their breath longer than underwater they can also see better underwater there's actually their eyes are different because of how much they're underwater and they can see better underwater than than you can normally it's it's, it's, that's a really interesting story to get into look into those people the sea gypsies they call them and they they're it's it's unbelievable yeah unbelievable So, so like when when you talk about like um you know swimming and being in open water and all that stuff they pitched it as it was shark filled waters mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> there's sharks yeah but it's not shark filled it's not australia right like <laughs> it really it does this is 100 percent true right they pitched it as it was like oh there's sharks everywhere that's uh that's what i hear every time when i hear about Alcatraz, is but it's not. Sure. It's actually not like, and you and and you know, like even Santa Monica, when you surf, they always say, "Well, you're 
you're within 30 feet of a shark at any time. Okay, yeah, but it's so rough mm-hmm. that they don't they don't have they don't waste their energy getting to you. And and even like I know you're swimming and you're like that's easy prey. You're not. You're not easy prey. Right. The sharks eat you and that's it. But so like, I think if so you what fight, we're saying is they made it, right? Like we're, that's what we're I saying. I think they made it. They I made think they it. made it. Okay. I think they made it. All right. And I'm down to come back to that one. All right. So here we go. Um, the Black Forest Hauntings of Colorado. I got nothing for this. I don't believe in ghosts. Well, I just think this was like, they, they, it's really it's really odd. So what happened is they got these people that moved into this house in the Black Forest area of Colorado, and they said all hell broke loose one night. And according to them, there was flashing lights, footsteps, orchestra music, strange smells, even sightings of ghostly faces. Now, this sounds like somebody went out in the woods and had a kick-ass party. This is mass hysteria. It's it's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Like, right. so, yes. like they were like, nobody could possibly be out here or something, and they just blew it off. But I've been up and uh, I tell you, we go up to Michigan, you know, and up when you get up real far north in Michigan, they have uh, they have a lot of really really isolated back roads. You know, they call them two yeah. tracks up there. Yeah, and because sure. they were literally just two tracks, it's like two, two dirt strips or sand strips through the woods. And I, we went out with the locals back in the day when my brother was good friends with them. And they would drive for 40 minutes out into the middle of nowhere. You're just like, like you're in the middle of nowhere the entire time you're driving. And you're like, where the fuck are we going? And they're like, we're getting lost. And they get deep into the woods, bust out the chainsaws, cut down trees, make benches and start a fire and then just drink all night. Yeah. Like cranking music. <laughs> and they, they just do it out in the middle of fucking nowhere, man. And it's right. a great time, but but that's that sounds like what happened to these people and they just Yeah, I, I don't yeah, I I don't get this one. I don't yeah. I've I actually looked at this one for a long time. I don't believe in ghosts, so I'm not saying ghosts don't happen. I'm just saying I it's never happened to me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't think so either. We <laughs> can right. move on to that that one. Alright, so now the next one is actually kind of interesting. It's um the Connecticut shallow graves of New Haven. Yeah, beneath the New Haven Green. So because of Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. um there was like um a tree fell down. And it exposed the human skull. It was the skull was in the roots of the tree. When it tree like turned over, so they could see it in the roots. Right, and then they end up unearthing a bunch of bodies. Right. Yeah, and I don't even know if unearthing's like the correct call on that because most of it was like two foot deep. That's why that was the shallow graves because they right. find these at like two foot deep. But it was like said it's that they suspect that there's more than five thousand bodies buried underneath that grain. <laughs> so this to me is very easy. This is an epidemic. That's what it that's what it seems like to me too. I mean, that's what the th- working theories are because they're like this is they, like a bunch of like people wrapped in sheets something. and stuff like that. And 
Right. Somebody, I don't know whatever they died from diphtheria or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. At the time, what, what was going through the town? But yeah, this is, this is, these bodies are from several hundred years ago. Right. And something happened where a bunch of people died at once. COVID. Right. <laughs> right. right. Well, even when I was up in, um, I was up in Dayton and I was at uh, one of the cemeteries up there and we were, we were doing some work up there and you look around, it's, I was just, you know, looking at some of the headstones and I noticed that like this whole section had like the same death date and they were random ages all over the map as far as ages go. So we got curious and we went back and looked it up and one of the worst floods in the country that's ever happened, happened up in Dayton. Did you know that? And it was back when I did whatever date this was, 1912 or something that. like that. No. And yeah, so there was, there was a ton of people that died from a flood. So that cemetery is along with many others have a lot of the same death date on their, their headstones or even like, um, a year later or so that were from like exposure and all that stuff and eventually succumbing to infection and shit like that. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, but this isn't hard to get. I mean, it, it's from the 1700s. There's a shit ton of people buried hastily in, in one spot. I think that tells you all you need to know. There was some kind of breakout that they, decided to uh, bury them all real quick. So this is another one. Um, Delaware, Jane Pritchard. Mm. Yeah. So Jane Pritchard was like a botanist. Mm -hmm. And she was known for like going into the woods. Um, and then she died. Mm -hmm. And um, she was shot in the back, but a lot of people think she was killed by this one guy that she met there that somebody saw her talking to. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this one. Yeah, she uh, was shot in the back with a shotgun. Right. So there's a lot of people talking about uh, a hunter's mistake because there's a lot of hunters in the area, but not with a shotgun. If you told me it was a rifle, I'd be like, yeah, maybe, you know, but with a shotgun, you got to get pretty up close and personal. But it's weird. And maybe this is one we can do. Yeah, um, maybe. I don't, I don't know a lot about this one, um, mm. except that somebody saw her talking to this guy. They have like, they have like a sketch, mm -hmm. but he doesn't fit any like people that have a license or, you know, yeah, are there around that time. Yeah. And then the sketch, the guy's eyes are really big and far apart. It's really weird. They are. <laughs> They're so. very far apart. Um. <laughs> uh I, I right. she was um yeah like like I said I think she was found by I think hikers but they were other people um hunters that had 
the, the, it was hunters that actually saw her talking to somebody. Right. So apparently it is pretty heavily trafficked with hunters, but, um, you never know. I mean, I don't know if she's a botanist. Maybe she was like a um, peace-loving hippie type, and maybe she pissed off one of those hunters. Why? Um, she might have been saying shit to him. Like, if she came across them and be like, you're and a fucking kill, murderer, you kill and animals. Kill, and he kills her? And it, if it gets heated enough, and the guy's out in the fucking middle of nowhere, and he knows if he shoots her in the fucking back, tells her to shut the fuck up, walks away, and nobody is ever going to catch him, you know, it obviously worked. If that's the case, I guess so, you know some people that's are that's sociopaths, extreme. man. Some people are that's sociopaths that not, none of that doesn't affect them at all. So I got nothing on her. I don't either. It's an odd death. It's 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 it doesn't make a lot of sense because she's out in the woods by herself, right, with the doing botany stuff, and she gets a shotgun blast to the back. It sounds personal, but. Then again, like I said, you, you can you can pit. I've seen enough of the first forty eight to know that sometimes <laughs> people just get pissed off. Yeah, right. I mean I'll the, the first forty eight's got a lot of murders that were just like the motherfucker's talking shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like easy as that. It was like fuck, you killed him for that. You know, so. <laughs> All right, uh, Florida. We're in Florida right now. All right. Um, this one, this one is, this one, this one deserves, I don't know. I don't know if you can do a show on it because there's not a lot to talk about it, but it does deserve some recognition because for me, this one, it happened. This is is spontaneous combustion. And I think it happened. She was a smoker. No way. Not 3000 degrees. I know, but listen. What I've heard <laughs> is that under the perfect conditions and the right amount of body fat, burn like a candle. Yeah, I don't know though, man. I mean, it burned her like everything. So what they said her, her is, foot, is that right? she was she was entirely cremated except for that one foot. It's like above the ankle down. Or something like that. Last time I saw yeah. a picture, I haven't seen the picture in a while. But they—there's they, not a whole lot of other cases of spontaneous combustion. Not like this one. She was alone right. in her apartment. She was sitting in the chair, and her body was almost entirely cremated. Which that—that that right there is is very hard to do with you just and catching what, on fire. You would I've go always, out before it would burn your bones to ash. What I've always heard was that she, in this particular case, burned like a candle. And then it's terrible to say. But that she had, like, the right amount of fat. Mm -hmm. And it was the right amount of fuel to burn everything with a cigarette. Yeah, I, I've heard that too, but I've also heard from people that that cremate bodies and that they examine, they got to look at it and they said, this would take, and it says it on the little description even, three hours of burning at 3,000 degrees. That's right. how they cremate bodies. 
three hours. But how, how long was degrees. she burning? There's no way you can get to that temperature. How long was she burning? I, I don't know. Right. But it doesn't matter. It's all, she could burn for 12 hours. It, it, it doesn't mean that her bones are going to disintegrate and cremate. They, yeah, bones disintegrating or a whole other. That's a different animal, man. That's a that's a blazing hot fire that I don't think the fat in your body could create. Right. And, and which and it and here's the thing: she couldn't have been burning too long. There was things around her that were flammable that were not on Agreed. fire. She had, she was sitting in her rocking chair. Or her right, and the chair was mostly still intact, and the there was a pile of newspapers next yep. to her, her body. Yeah, unburnt. So this was like flash, super hot, intense fire, really quick, and it went out before it caught the whole place on fire. So it couldn't. She couldn't have been burning that long, and it had to be intensely hot and it had to be intensely quick. So I, I, I think this is unexplained spontaneous combustion. I just don't think we have an answer for that. I think it. She did spontaneously combust. Yeah, we don't have. I don't have anything for this. I think it's. I think it's true. I think she did spontaneously combust. Why? I have no idea. Uh, the bleeding house of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. I don't think this is real. Every time I, I hear these weeping, you know, statues, bleeding statues, and stuff, I think it's. I think people they exaggerate the truth you know they they might have saw some droplets of water on the eyes of a statue and call it tears and you see something else and you call it blood and blah 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 but i i don't know it it wasn't from a person it was blood that wasn't from a person so for all i know there's like a rat in the house that got fucking cut on a splinter or something and went around bleeding around the house and then left you know yeah i got nothing with this one i think i think like, George, i think there ain't nothing going on in georgia if this is your story <laughs> i agree <laughs> it says they said it was everywhere it was oozing from the walls and the floor seeping up from the kitchen appliances she and her husband called the police who found no evidence of break-in and they were able to surmise that the blood had not come from a living human no one had ever figured out where or whom blood came from but like i don't think it's yeah i think it's fucking a nothing burger yeah me too um the next one was the hawaii, hawaii yeah lisa al and mm-hmm. i would like to do this one okay this one was um it she's 19 she disappeared um, and there's a lot on this actually. Um, there's a trial, there's testimony, uh, but like they never get to the bottom of who it is. Yeah, they couldn't even figure out how she died, right? Right. So I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who it is. Um, Apart from, they think that <laughs> she might have been targeted by a policeman. Oh, wow. So, during this time, um, somebody, because it's the 80s, mm-hmm. 
There's no body cams or anything like that. Um, a policeman was kind of whether it was a real policeman or a fake policeman um, had kind of like pulled over a bunch of girls and made them do stuff um, this kind of seems like that yeah I think I said, saw something too when I was kind of looking into it about uh, um, they think she might have been targeted by a guy pretending to be a police officer right so if it's not a real police officer it's at least somebody trying to fake that they are a police officer. They're always quick to say it was somebody impersonating a police officer. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Not a real one. Not a real one. Not, no, no. No. He wouldn't. Real police officers don't do that. They don't murder. No. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, that, that one's that might be worth a revisit, though. I mean, that one's a decent story. We could we could come back to that if you wanted to on a on a show. But I would love to do that one. That's yeah, that's one. not that one's that's nice. Um, Idaho. Yeah, you know what happens in Idaho? Strange mutilations of farm animals. That's yeah. that's yeah. UFOs. Yeah, it's definitely aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we need to make any. Do we, do we need anything else? I love. Idea? I love that they put uh, human cattle and deer. The genitals removed, bodies drained entirely of blood, and no discernible uh, footprints or other forensic evidence left at the scene. And right. I, I now I, okay. Picture this. You, you got mutilated cows with their testicles cut off and all their blood drained out. Do you send in NCIS? No. You no, know, you don't. You don't. You send the local fucking yokel. He comes over, pokes it with a stick, calls it wolves and leaves. You know? <laughs> so think... there was a guy, there was a guy that it was investigating um, chupacabras. Hmm. And he's like, there's no chupacabras. And he's like, there's bullflies. Do you know what they are? And they're no. like, no. Bullfly. He's like, bullflies eat blood. And they they surgically remove soft tissues from, like, livestock. They're the first wave of carnivores. Huh. Yeah. And he, and ever since I heard that, that's what I always think. Yeah. With mutilation. Right. Because why are they going after cows? When they abduct yeah. humans, I get that. Yeah. Like, why cows? Why cow? Right. Yeah. Why cows? I mean. Right. You don't. It's it's only two livestock that you see it happening. Like, it seems like, right? You know? Right. It's not, right. it's not exactly. like there's, like, big masses of uh, wildlife or herds of gazelle or something that are missing exactly. their balls. It's, it's it's always cows and it's always in some rural area. Right. So I it it sounds more like like you're saying like a localized uh, thing like where there you you would have this would uh, live or exist in this area but not other places so you don't get those example in other places. So if you're talking about like a fly like you said, it may only have a a range. It's so big, so it only affects these. 
So it's like, well, there's a lot of, a lot of animals that live with other animals on purpose because they either feed off them or they cohabitate with them, you know? So I don't know. Like you, you, in Florida, if you see cattle, you see cattle egrets, you know what I mean? Right. So exactly. So there's there, it's, it's one of those things that you, I think this is a, it's a natural phenomenon that we haven't been able to pin down yet. Because um, I don't, I just, I don't want to, like, if I'm going to finally say, yes, aliens have visited, yes, they've come here. I don't, you know, it's one of those things. We've done this I in a few it. other stories where it's like, that's, that's super disappointing if that's what they're here for. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you like, should be better. Be maybe, better. You know, it's like some, some, uh, somewhere, like, you remember we did the story with the alien that ate shit out of his hip. Yeah. What if he just had like a big supply of cow balls in his hips and that's what right. <laughs> sneaking right. out at night and mutilating cattle and coming back. And he's like, yeah, I just make this shit out of my hip. <laughs> it's really him storing cow balls. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that one. Like, yeah, I, I think it's a natural phenomenon that that, that occurs on. I, I, I get it. Some, And I think, I think, um, Natural phenomenons get played on by hoaxers. You know what I mean? If something yeah. happens and we think it's bizarre, and then yeah. we attribute yeah, that, it to that something that one, that's unreal. That, that one, like sheriff, like set up shop, and he's like, "It's butterflies, dude." <laughs> hey, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like these certain butterflies. They come in, they eat all the blood. They yeah, because people can't fathom that they could do that. But right. There's, there's, a, there's creatures out there that can do it, you know, and especially if they swarm. Do. Right. All right. Um, Illinois, the mad gasser yeah. of Mattoon. Right. Um, I'm going to chalk this up to it's the 1940s. Come on, man. Like, those people were crazy all the time. Like, the, the mass hysteria the happened to them all the time because they were like, I think it was like the first, you know, because you got to figure the forties were when, um, you know, when it, you first started like mass communicating. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like every fucking thing came out of the woodwork and it's like, it could be this. And it's like, it could be this because did you hear about this happening over here? And nobody's associating right. that. It's like, no, that's regional. You're, you're not going to be affected by that. You know what I mean? And, they kind of overdid everything. It seemed like it's like, even if you see old advertisements, they're always like this scare tactic. Don't be caught off guard by this or <clears throat> what, what's in your house that could kill you. And, you know, and like, if you have the Japs are coming. Like, you know. If you have somebody that's like hip to what, like new gases are out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could rain havoc. Right. Okay, so so what the story is is in the forties, the law enforcement received uh, two dozen cases of gassings, and the victims reported paralysis, uh, paralysis, coughing, nausea, and vomiting, and the smell of strange noxious odor in their home. No physical evidence was ever found. However, the victims always survived. Some believe the attacks were a case of mass hysteria, and I, I mean, this could just been like bad gas lines run, you know. It that, could have been that, that that where the gas could escape and then something happened like a hard rain sealed it, the ground up with mud 
and it didn't escape through that part anymore. You know what I mean? It could it could easily be, or it could be natural gas that's in the ground that evacuated and it's gone now. That pocket is gone, and or it could just be plain old mass hysteria. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I have nothing on this one. I, I don't know. Like, I it could be somebody just playing a prank on somebody. It could be somebody with, like, some kind of sinister plot. Yeah, like I said, it's it was back 40s. in the beginning of, it, like, mass communication. So it, if, like, it's somebody the 40s, heard it, dude. got sick and they were like, oh, my God, I'm feeling a little cough and wheezing. I, I bet I got gas, too. You know it's the I mean? 40s. Yeah, it's that's the 40s. 40s was like that, man. I think they... they, they once they hear something and they they were like, oh, it's affecting me too, and you know, it's I think I think that's easily a mass hysteria thing. All right, so the next one is Indiana, the fire, Poltergeist. I don't believe in ghosts, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's weird. It's 1941. A farmer in Odin had breakfast with his family and then headed out to his barn to begin his chores. Then he noticed smoke coming from the upstairs window of his house. He ran back, got help from the volunteer fire department to put out the fire upstairs in the bedroom, only to have another fire break out in another room. All day long, as soon as they put out one fire, another one would start elsewhere in the house. 28 in all. Believing his house was haunted by a poltergeist, the the farmer tore it down and built a new one. The cause of the fires was never determined, and that's that. I eat. Yeah, I don't believe this. <laughs> I think. All. I think. I think you had a a house with faulty wiring. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think you had. You had a bad electrician. It was, it was the forties, man. Again. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm, I don't 40. believe in that. that one. I don't even know. No, I think it was I like have no. Opi- I have zero opinion. Something, and uh, because I mean, uh, from the lore of poltergeists, I don't think tearing the house down and rebuilding it in the same spot would get rid of your poltergeist. According to lore, I don't think that works like me, that. Me either. Me either. So, so even All if right. we were going to believe that, it's whatever. All right, the next one I do want to look at. The boy with no appetite. Yes, Iowa. Um, so he had a bacterial infection in his left lung ever since. Um, he's never felt hunger or thirst. Yeah. What? Yeah, he only eats and drinks because he's reminded to do so. He doesn't need it. Which is crazy. It's it's super weird. I mean, and this isn't a this isn't an old story. This isn't an old story at all. This is from 2013. Yeah, right. So and it makes me wonder, like, what what's going on with him? Like, um, to not need it is weird. Right. Yeah, he's in his he's in his early twenties now, right? I mean, that's what he would be. I think he was twelve. He's when gotta it, be when it happened. Be. He's he's like yeah. twenty something, twenty twenty one or something right now. Twenty twenty one. I tried try to look mm-hmm. to like follow up on him, but um, that's one we need to look at later. Hmm. Now because... I just, I, I want to look at it because is this really 
a uh, medical case or is this a stubborn ass kid? <laughs> you know what I mean? That, well, I, I put it in my notes, my son. Yeah. My son doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my son doesn't eat at all. And I was like, they should do a study on him because he's like, he's the kid that doesn't eat. And like, he, he, he's still alive. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So like, it's weird that like some kids have to eat all the time, but he, like my daughter, my daughter had to eat all the time. But my son, my son was like, he only eats like three things. He eats like chicken dinosaurs. Yeah. He eats like Captain Crunch. And who eat like uh, Reese cups. That's it. That's all he <laughs> Right. He but he's still feeling it. hunger pains. You know what I mean? He's like. Right, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He's still eating. <clears throat> now they got a, they got a comparison of him. They, they had him from, um, his last year like from the um, the year that they were writing this story which was like 2013 or I think we said 14 sorry about that you might have to edit that out my cat was digging in the fucking the cat was digging in the uh, silverware drawer it's all good (laughs) like the worst thing it could be doing why is it still doing it Hold on. Sorry. Anyway, okay. Let's start that again. Um, so they got a side-by-side picture of him, and he was in his in school, he weighed 104 pounds. And the next year he weighs 68.4 pounds. So, from Iowa. so that's like he's it's like there's really something going on there, you know what I mean? You'd mm-hmm you'd get hungry at some point. So, uh, it's, it's super weird. And you would imagine that it would be an issue because I don't, it's hard to even fathom, like not getting hungry. Right. But I feel like I've done stuff where like I get busy and I completely forget to eat, but at some point it catches up with me. You know what I mean? There's going to be some point where I'm like, I haven't eaten in a while. I am starving. You start feeling weird, you know? So that's a, it's a really weird story. Yeah. Well, even when I work and, uh, I'm just like, like locked in and whatever. I'm like, yeah, I need to eat, man. I need mm-hmm. to eat like, cause I either start making mistakes or, uh, you know, like you just start getting the pains. So it's weird that somebody like, wouldn't get that. Yeah, and there's like it, it. It could be easily a a undiscovered um, condition that's never been medically, you know, um, discussed before. But or or you know, I guess discovered. But they. Uh, it could also be like m- multiple things. From what I hear, like it could be like this a condition that they don't know about. But it might occur in multiple, you know, more people. But it's combined with something else, like this lung infection, that right creates a perfect storm. So, All right, so we're, we we don't know about that one. Yeah, we, we, and we, I don't we think any, to, 
I don't think there's ever going to be a real answer to that, but yeah, it's a very interesting story. Um, the next one, I am interested in this one. He went to a graduation party uh, in Kansas. Uh, I guess it's Randy Randy Leak, Leak or Leach. Leach. All right. So um, he went to um, a graduation party. And he's like a big dude. Yeah. And then he's just missing. Yeah, he's like a yeah. He was a he's like a big big guy, right? Six two. Yeah, but he was like bulky too. Right? He was like a, yep. Yeah. And, I mean, you're six four. Yeah, I'm six one. Nobody's just taking us. Yeah. Like we don't get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We we have the shirts that say "Hard to Kidnap." Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be uh. Even uh, the chloroform would be like the worst mistake too, because you'd yeah, be like, right. "Shit, now I gotta carry him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's true though. Like when you're that big, you need people. <laughs> like, so this guy went to this graduation party, although nobody, there's no like, no like crazy stories, nothing as far as I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, you know, people have an opinion of what happened or whatever. They're just like, he was there and he was gone. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I love it. This is the the reoccurring thing. It's like there was rumors of a satan satanic cult activity in the county. But days that was before. like, that was like in the late eighties, late uh, early nineties, satanic panic. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing with uh, the the the. I don't know if I'm setting the record straight, but um, with like a satanic cult, they they're not like we're gonna go murder people. That's not what they're yeah, they're doing. That's the, it's more yeah. about the the like the witchcraft of the the right. arcane, you know. And it's right. it's not it's not we have to blood sacrifice human beings all the time. You know, so it's like the the ridiculousness that they're just going around and kidnapping people for satanic rituals. It just it's a little goofy. If there's somebody out there like if they're doing weird shit and they're calling themselves satanic, those are fucking people playing dress up. (laughs) So I agree. I agree. I 100 percent agree. Uh, So This is one I'd like to come back and do. Yeah, it it deserves a look outside that satanic bullshit. The next one is not. It's the Kentucky Meat Showers. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one. This, this is so old that there's no way anything about it you could fucking take as Bible, you know. But yeah, go ahead. So apparently, um, this lady saw the Kentucky Meat Showers. <laughs> there were. Uh, in a farm in Kentucky, um, what Reader Digest says, the sky rained down chunks of meat. Um, and nobody knew where it came from. And then when I did like some further investigation, um, 
there was this lady in Miss Crouch and she was making soap on her porch and she saw chunks of meat coming down. Yeah, but I think it's important to note that this was in 1876. All right. <laughs> this was 1876. Just for reference, slavery was only abolished like, I don't know what, 13 years prior. Yeah, I got nothing on this one. I mean, I it's know. so what people are saying is that it, it was like at one, it was one day in 1876 over farming Kentucky that the sky rained down chunks of meat in indeterminate origin. And um, then you're saying like it was like uh, turkey vultures that, yeah, uh, all at the same time. Yeah, but well, it's it's not uncommon. Um, vultures and scavengers and you've probably everybody has at some point seen a dead animal either on the side of the road or if you watch it on a nature show where the vultures are all around it picking the bones clean and it's after if in our area there's no large predators or anything like that that would be sitting over the carcass so that's kind of themselves but either way when they crowd that carcass and there it's like get in get as much as you can before the bigger badder birds steal it you know so they do gorge themselves they they just eat and eat meat as much as they can so it's not uncommon that vultures vomit because they go over and gorge themselves so there was like a large kill in kentucky i'm thinking i don't know if and back then, um, animal populations were different. That if there was bears up there, maybe or something that would have uh, threatened them, their their kill, they would have gorged as much as they could. And if you had a large group of vultures doing it, and they got chased off from their kill, and they all scattered in a panic, yeah, it's, it, you could see where they could like vomit and meat would fucking come down from chunks of meat would come down from the sky <laughs> now how much it was probably an exaggeration you know it was probably right. like it wasn't probably <laughs> actually just raining meat it was probably like a bunch of chunks of meat and shit fell from the sky but how, else is, how else does it get up there it's, it's got to be vultures right I think that's a, that's all it was was vultures got up there and they puked this like I we're, said this is old as shit not. We're not revisiting this book. Kentucky, <laughs> you suck. Do better with your mysteries, man. Right. <laughs> um, Louisiana. Mm. Who, who right now on, on Louisiana does not know what road this is going down? Yeah, I don't <laughs> I mean... Okay, so Mary, Mary Laveau lived in New Orleans at the turn of the 19th century and she was a charm titillated and unnerved the community with her practices of voodoo. The voodoo told fortunes and created potions and charms on request. She held spiritual ceremonies and led people to becoming possessed. She also could magically heal the sick. However, stories of her feet had, uh, passed along from one generation of voodoo practitioners to the next making it impossible to know the truth behind the tales and I think this is every story in New Orleans yes I agree so I, I went we me and, me and the wife went to New Orleans we did a uh, I love New Orleans we went to a cruise we were doing a cruise and it was leaving out of New Orleans 
And uh, so we we went down a day early so that we could hang out in New Orleans. And we actually ended up getting so drunk so quick that we went back to our our uh, Airbnb and passed out while it was still light out. <laughs> I love New Orleans, but I think it's built on mystery. It's all, all of, every street corner's got a woman like this, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, all right, I'm good with that one. Yeah. Um, all right, so Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, Another old one. What happened to Sarah Ware? So this one, the neighbor did it, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The neighbor did this one. Right. Um, Sarah Ware, she was uh, beaten and was discovered in a wooded area of Buck Spot. Mm-hmm. She had been missing for two weeks. Um, her killer is believed to be her neighbor, but the bloodstained hammer believed to be the murder weapon disappeared. The neighbor was acquitted. The neighbor did it, dude. Well, the the, the evidence disappeared, and that's how he got it acquitted. Right. So I think he did. It. And 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 here's here's the kicker, right? You're like, well, evidence doesn't just be. Well, it does in 1898. Right. It you mm-hmm. could. You could probably fucking break in easily and steal whatever evidence they had, and 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 really back then it was like, do you recognize this hammer? Be like, yeah, I've seen that hammer. Obviously, he killed her. You know, right? That was their hard evidence back in 1898. It's not like they had. They could be like, we tested the blood, and it was your blood. You know, right? So. I mean, it could have just been on his property, and they're like, "You're guilty," even though it wasn't him. There's, you know, it's 1898 justice back then, so the neighbor did it. All right, Maryland House of Horrors. He hired this guy <laughs> to build. Fuck, <laughs> this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Tunnels under his house. Yeah, and then that guy dies building the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows why he's building the tunnels. Mm-mm. The guy, the guy who died, probably did. Probably why he's dead. But when he dies, they're like, "Well, all he did was hire to buy, build the tunnels." So manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably accidental death, and then he tried right. to hide it. So he got manslaughter, right. six years. Yeah, so but, this was 2017, and it was a Bethesda house fire revealed the uh, the bodies. That's when they found out there was tunnels in the basement that went all the way to the road and stuff like that. It was it was kind of crazy, right? Yeah, um, he he had hired uh, uh, Askaya Kafra, right? Is that how yeah. you say it? Yeah. <laughs> to dig these tunnels, um, but. Put him in danger due to the unsafe work environment. And his name's Daniel Beckwith. Yeah, and he and it it, it it sounds like he was taking advantage of him and having him do these tunnels. I don't think he. I don't think. I think he wanted him to. He found somebody that he wanted to do, dig these tunnels, and then he was going to off him so that nobody knew about his tunnels. <laughs> you know, I think. You think? Have you Crazy, ever? Right? Have you ever thought about this? 
Like no, you no like like if you're like I want you see these um like when you see on movies where they have like super secret bases and super secret underground stuff. Somebody had to fucking build that. They didn't build that with their hands. I uh, like Lex Luthor. Yeah. So what do you do with the people that build it? You have to fucking kill them all, right? So like, I mean, it's not where does Batman bury the bodies? Because there's no way that motherfucker built that on his own. You know what I mean? He didn't build the. By Bat the way, cave did you see own. that uh, Batgirl? It was so bad that they had to kill the project and take it as a tax loss. <laughs> no, seriously, it tested yeah. so bad. Right. Well, they, you know, it's one of the things, man. It's like <sighs> I don't want to get us canceled, but um, <laughs> and the vagina to some doesn't make it. You know, it, it's, know. It's, it's and it's not sexist if people don't like it. It's it's you come up with an original story, right? Quit changing the characters. Just come up with a fucking original story and people will watch it and buy it, man. I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many proofs out there of that occurring, you know, but you've got a good original story, which is, which just made it even funnier that uh, Jennifer Lawrence did that whole thing where she said she was like breaking the glass ceiling when she was like, at the time I made hunger games, there weren't any female leads in any movies. It was like, but right. it was like all these, all these women, Sigourney Weaver coming out of the woodwork. Like, yes, we would like to thank her. He was like, if yeah, it right. wasn't for her, I would have never been able to make the alien movies. Right. And it's like, it's like, it's not like that, man. Right. In a fucking original story. People were watching, people watch the hunger games. It was a original story. It had nothing to do with you being a fucking woman. It, it, it didn't, it didn't. And it wouldn't, if it bombed, it would have had nothing to do with you being a woman. You, you had an nothing. original story. If the story was good, it, was, it, was, ter- it was a terrible story. That's what's and, wrong. Yeah. When you, when your movie bombs, it's because it's terrible. It's because you, people it. have, you made a bad movie. Nobody and cares if, it, and if it's an old movie that you redid and you change the characters, that's why it bombed. You know, people fall in love with those characters and the idea and the image of them. And, you know, they don't want to fuck them with them. So, it, it, so it's 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 one of those things. It's, I, I, that shit pisses me off to no end. But anyway, I digress. All right. So, um, Massachusetts. Now Massachusetts, Daniel Beckwith. No, you did the. You already did the uh, Maryland House of Horrors. That was the Daniel Beckwith. I I think oh, that sorry, we, we sorry, said sorry. you just killed him. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. The the, the Black Flash. Um, in Provincetown. Princeton. Yeah, Provincetown. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> this one. This one. I don't know. I got no. I got no notes on this. So what do you? What do you have? What do you? Uh, what are you thinking? I when okay, so you're talking about a shadow, right? <laughs> okay, so like here's the story from from 1939 to 1945, the people of Provincetown were terrorized by a being they called the Black Flash. The figure would first appeared to a group of children, tall, Is this dre- slender man. It's like slender man, <laughs> yeah, tall, right. dressed in black, and growling ominously. In 1945, a group of policemen actually reported seeing the figure leap a 10-foot fence. 
About a month later, a man threw boiling water at the figure, sending it screaming into the night, which is probably some poor homeless guy. He's fucking burned up in the face right now. But anyway, um, because, you know, you start that hysteria and then they, they, they do dumb shit to poor innocent people. I think anybody that came off as a dark, ominous figure was probably considered the Black Flash. Um, From what I understand, it's just sightings of fucking dark imaged people. Like, I think the tall dress and black growling ominously at a bunch of children is, you know, maybe a bum. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, or something, or a hobo, you know. So it's it's the forties again, you know. I, I don't yeah. trust that era. And the, ne- the next one's the same thing, Michigan with the Paulding lights. Yeah, um, that's the Oxford lights again. Yeah, same thing, um, Michigan. Uh, it's the, they want it to be paranormal, blah blah blah. But so All right. we'll read it out just so everybody knows. In 1966, a group of teens reported having seen mysterious lights above the Valley of Paulding. Scientists' explanations, such as swamp gas, of course, rejected in favor of the more popular paranormal theories. That light from a lantern belonging to a local brake man who was killed was once attempting to stop an oncoming train. But this is this, it's all the same thing, like we said, we talked about before. This is uh, mysterious lights and people putting a story to it. The next one's interesting, though. Really weird. The frozen girl. Yeah, really weird. Because um, I do know that, like, okay, so I was listening to Dateline. I so I listen to Dateline a lot, and um, they have um, it's murder mysteries mostly, mm-hmm. and this guy was arguing that he couldn't have killed the person that was in the story. Yeah. And they're, he's, they're like, well, why not? He's like, well, because you know, you said she was killed like six months ago. And they're like, okay. And she's been missing for how long? It's like five years. And he's like, I told you she was alive. And they're like, unless you froze her, <laughs> unless you froze her, mm-hmm. then he's still in jail. Yeah. So this girl, she had, she for sure was frozen. Yeah, it was, it was, um, severely frozen solid solid, solid. they could That's not they said. yeah so in 1981 gene hillard's car went off the road near langby and the next day her frozen body was discovered her eyes wide open her flesh frozen so solid that doctors couldn't pierce it with a hypodermic needle her body temperature was too low to register on their thermometers but when Hilliard thawed, she was very much alive and made a full recovery, which is insane because one of the biggest problems that happens with why they can't like cryogenically freeze people and stuff like that is because they, the, it's, this has to be some, um, mystery of, of, of that perfect storm of what happened to her. But, but 
your what happens is is your blood it freezes in your blood vessels they they burst because you know when it's right. just like your pipes when you're we get water sure. in your pipes and it expands the ice expands and it blows the pipe well that does that to your blood vessels so it ruptures all your blood vessels so you're dead without being dead yet so as soon as you thaw out you're you're done you're, you're, you're all your blood vessels have popped you got red in your eyes and blah 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 but this did not happen to her she she the guy uh that found her was a for she had her car broke down right and she had got out of the car and she was walking to a, na- a neighbor that she knew's house and on her way there she had like gotten dizzy and fell down like it was minnesota Right. It was super cold out. And I think it was like, I think they said it was like uh, below, below zeros, uh, 20 below that night, which is crazy. And uh, she had crawled all the way. She had like actually got down on the ground and was crawling at some point and crawled and fell down like near his house. And when he found her, he was like, he thought she was dead. And right. when he got close, he could hear her making noise, like she was wheezing, breathing. Right. So he it's took crazy, her to the hospital. Right? And yeah, and then they went to go start an IV, and they couldn't even get the needle into her arm. She was so solid. Frozen. Jesus. And I've heard of this uh, a couple times, not just mm-hmm. her. So I don't think this is so much a mystery as this. We just don't know. How she all, pulled it off, like how yeah, she survived. The, we it. don't know all the parameters mm-hmm. of like freezing though, basically. Yeah. All right. Um, they had all been out drinking and dancing. Uh, I, I mean, there's not a lot to say about. It. She just she froze and then thawed out, and it's really, really weird. Yeah. Fireball. I'd, fireball. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. Fireball keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got that formaldehyde in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it keeps you keeps you alive, keeps you fresh. Um, okay, the next one. I do recommend it for everybody to go back and just like read that story because it's pretty amazing. I don't know if it's it really is. what you'd call mystery. It's but not really. It's, for, not, it's not for us. Mystery. It's it's like a us. crazy survival. It's, it's a medical mystery, but it's not a. It's not real. Yeah, there's not a lot to, but it, it is it is fascinating as shit because all the times that we talk about cryogenics and trying to do it, we've never pulled it off, and and she did it accidentally. Right. So anyway, um, the next one is Mississippi, <laughs> uh, the Phantom Barber of Pascagoula. <laughs> all right, this one Pascagoula. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay. This is stupid. How, how dumb. Mississippi, get some better stories. In 1942, Pascagoula yeah, exactly. was plagued by a, ser- a series of particular home invasions where the intruder took locks of hair from each of the people whose home he broke into. Right. Although one man became a suspect, he was never formally charged and passed the lie detector test. No one has ever figured out who the phantom barber really was now with the lie detector test we've talked about that and you know you know they don't ever take a lie detector test and all that stuff right. but the thing is is one thing you have to realize is that if this dude was cuckoo bananas and maybe he had multiple personalities you'd pass a lie detector test if you had no the other personality out. 
So I think that's if if I'm guessing this dude was off his rocker, off his meds, multiple personalities. He actually was the one doing it. He passed the lie detector test because his personality at night wasn't the one that was taking the lie detector test. Yeah, I don't care. Like that one to me doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um but the next one does. Mm-hmm. The next one's really interesting. Um, a guy from Missouri dies of AIDS in 1967. 69. 69. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, he was he was hospitalized in 1969. Okay, so he dies of AIDS 1969, which is a full ten plus years before the first reported aid case. Yeah. I've always believed AIDS was generated. Mm-hmm. Um, to kill the gays or blacks. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've heard them all. Like <laughs> Both? Yeah, probably both. If it was manufactured, there's, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what it that was. Well, I know for a fact, crack was, crack yeah. was like, yeah. so like, crack, so Coke was, okay, the Carters had, their kids had drug problems. And... Yeah. They were like, shit, if our kids have drug problems, everybody has drug problems. He was actually really smart about this. And he's like, and I'm not a I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. Just just throw that out there. But he's like, if our kids have drug problems, everybody has drug problems. Mm-hmm. And um they did. And like to this day. 80% of dollar bills have like cocaine traces on them. Um, um, most of them. They did you ever see the Mythbusters where they tested yeah. it? That's no, crazy. I did not. They they actually tested this because they got the story of the guy that won. Um, he hit a jackpot in Las Vegas, right? Okay, and he gets all the money, um, cashed out and he puts it in a duffel bag, right. He's driving back home with this duffel bag full of cash. And as he's driving back home, he gets pulled over by the police. He's acting suspicious, but it's, he was acting suspicious because he had a shit ton of money in the back and no proof that he wanted. So he was nervous. Um, so they call in, they think he's on drugs. So they call in the drug dogs. The the drug dog doesn't walk around the car and, and hits. And when they go and search his car, they find the bag of money. The The dog hits on the bag of money. They charge him with uh, possession Check. and take him really? in. And they cannot locate the drug. And they determine that the cocaine was on the money. And they try to charge him for the cocaine that was on the money. And... The court, his lawyer proved that money from it, like, and he took money from, and this is, this is the urban legend. Like there's no proof that this story actually happened. According to urban legend, the lawyer 
got money from different people in the courtroom. He'd borrow a dollar here, borrow, borrow a dollar there and put it in a baggie in front of him. And he'd send it away for analysis and say, the, your money came back with cocaine on it. Mm-hmm. And that's how he won the case. So that was the urban legend so, or, or something to that extent, right? And so Mythbusters does a show on it. And they said, we want to see if this is real. So they tested bills and they're like, yeah, this tested positive for cocaine. Every bill they tested, everybody got out their money. They tested positive. So they started going around to stores and getting cash back, chest change, testing it, testing positive for coke. They went to yeah. an ATM and got nearly brand new bills out of yeah. the machine. And they tested positive for cocaine. It's like nearly every bill has a trace amounts of cocaine on it. But since this guy had so much money, it was like a lot of cocaine that enough that the dog hit on it. Right. So, but that's, that is definitely true. But anyway, but this, this guy a, this like a 16 I, year old kid that was yeah. hospitalized. So the weird part about this is that he had never uh, received any blood transfusions or anything like that. He'd never been out of the country. Yeah, but it's just, this goes to like COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they invented, they invented AIDS. <laughs> they invented AIDS. They invented crack. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. They, they just did. I don't know. Like, there's multiple reports of like CIA saying like um, giving cocaine to like inner city dealers and teaching them how to make crack. There's a guy in jail in Michigan Hmm. for life for this. Like, yeah, I, this is one of those ones I'm like, so you think he was like ground zero? They introduced something. They introduced something. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. That's he was a black that's kid, a, right? Yeah, that's what happened, man. They introduced it. And it sucks. It sucks because you don't want to be a part of that culture. Yeah. But like, but that that is what happened, dude. They introduced AIDS. AIDS didn't come from a fucking monkey. There's yeah. no monkeys with AIDS. They don't have. They it's don't like have an fucking AIDS. COVID. They didn't ha- come from them eating bats. Right. They don't have an AIDS monkey epidemic. Yeah. To this day, they still don't have. They've already thrown out the monkey thing. They've already said it's not from monkeys, and like they've sort of said it's like MK Ultra. Yeah. They've sort of said, like, yeah, <laughs> it was produced, but they haven't really, like, come out and said it. But mm-hmm. they've definitely, like, gotten rid of, like, how they said it came about, like, it was a monkey. Because nobody fucked a monkey and got AIDS. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not what happened. Yeah. That that's just like and, one of those rumors, just to 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 cause division. Oh, agreed, agreed. And like, hey, agreed. these I, I, these black I people totally coming agree. from Africa are 
fucking monkeys. It's like, ah, stop that. Right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And it's the same with the inner city with crack. And, you know, the only reason, and th- like I said, there's tons of stories of like people that thought they worked for the CIA. Thought. When I say thought they worked for the CIA. Because mm-hmm. the CIA, you don't work for the CIA. You work for like the Greenbrier group or like you were, you know, you know, I heard that that fucking meth was getting rid of all the, uh, the poor white trash that are the, the biggest supporters of like 2A and shit like that. (laughs) So they introduced meth to get rid of them. You're right. It's ridiculous. Because <laughs> like, that's... It was like uh, Dave Chappelle doing that bit where that was funny as shit where he's talking about math. He goes, hey, y'all remember when uh, this stuff was happening to us? And he's like, uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's true. It's totally true. Like, there's, like... His name's White Boy Rick. And he's right. from Michigan. Yep. And he's, like... He thought he was working with the CIA, mm-hmm. and he thought he was part of like a special um, interest group that they were. And this is White Boy Rick mm-hmm. um, getting re- rid of like major drug dealers. So he taught them how to make crack, and when he taught them how to make crack, um, then there was like a crack epidemic. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's straight chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. nobody just came up with that. Yeah. Right? So, okay, AIDS is the same thing. Like, that was completely invented. Mm-hmm. That was completely, in my opinion, in my opinion, that was completely invented. And why did somebody have it in the 60s? Yeah, that's that's... That's way back there. I mean, that's crazy because honestly, patient zero was 80, 79, 80. Well, they said a few years later that HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, was discovered in this country after this case. But I remember from when we were young, Ryan White. Remember him? It was the 80s, dude. Remember Ryan White? Of course. I mean, everybody remembers him from our generation. Me and you are 90s kids. He got a blood transfusion. He got AIDS. AIDS and everybody was freaking out. AIDS was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Not the 70s. Not even the early 70s. Not the late 70s. Not the early 70s. Definitely not the 60s. Yeah. So where'd the AIDS come from? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a possibility. You think he was like a test run? Maybe. Because, like, I I do know that there's, like, populationists. You think they were like, this 16-year-old black kid looks gay? Let's give him some AIDS. <laughs> now they're like, this is how you fucking get rid of, the, you know, the 4.5 billion people. Yeah. I, not, I, not darky, not, not darkies, uh, people. Just people in general. In general, yeah. yeah I, I, I think there is what, a man. big movement. There's a big movement to get oh. rid of people. Yep. Oh, I, I, and I'm I, with I, you on that 100%. I don't, think th- I don't even think they care about the race. If I have, I really don't. Yeah, I really don't think they care right. about the race. Yeah, I think it's all. just like, 
they want compliance. So I, I told, I've, I said, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, my big conspiracy, my really, my only big conspiracy theory that's like unproven, unfounded conspiracy theory is about, um, groups like the CDC and stuff that, that oh, want to call the population because they've been preaching about overpopulation forever. A long time. They've told us about how it's going to get. And just for the record, if this is true and it's, it's reasonably true. If you took all the people in the world, right. And you gave them like a, like a six foot square area to stand in that entire population of the planet would fit in Rhode Island. Yeah. I've already heard too. Uh, we have enough in the United States. We have enough land mm-hmm. in the medians of our interstates. Yeah. To provide the food for everyone in the world. Right. And it, somebody else did did one where they and said, that makes sense. Said it, if you lived, it, it was like if you if if the entire population of the world lived with the same density as like New York City, they would all fit in like a couple states in the U.S. The entire yeah. world would. Agreed. So that's why I said when you whenever we do the Area Fifty One shit or yeah. like you drive out there, it's mm-hmm. so wide open. Yeah, there's so nothing forever. You know, forever. Like, it, it really so, is. Yeah, so and there's, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that guy, he's like test run. Uh, yeah, kind of. Because like, I felt I like really, I felt like this last getting bull, bull crap with the COVID was like we. I, I think it was a test run. I think what they did was they put an. Uh, it wasn't. It was. It was lethal. We all. We all know people died, but they. They. They, they were they, all big. They were they, all big or had problems or whatever. Right, right. So, like, it, it was enough to, to scare people so that you could and get here's, a, here's, here's And what thing. you did, what they got, the data that they got out of this was this. How many people willingly went and got vaccinated? I know. Right? And then you take the number of people who didn't, obviously non-compliant people, people that you don't want because they're not going to listen to you and comply with you. You want to get rid of those. So when you go to release the real deal, you know, roundabouts what your numbers are going to be because you know, who will go out and get the vaccine vaccine and you know, who won't you uh, numbers wise, they don't really give a shit what you do, but it does help that, the non-compliant people are getting getting gone, you know. So, I think it was like I think this was a test run. I think they've been running test runs for years, and it eventually, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're, we're gonna get one where it's gonna be like what you would expect when you would race out and get a vaccine. People just dropping dead on the street and blood pouring out their face, you know, or yeah, or worse. So, I, I, I don't know. It's weird to me. It's weird that this guy dies of AIDS. 10 years before mm-hmm. that just they've like I said they've already said not from monkeys uh, mm-hmm. and they don't really know where it originated from they don't even think it originated from Africa which is crazy right because that was that was what they said that was all the, along yeah, yeah they said it all the time I'm like and, and now they're like yeah probably not from Africa which is crazy to me 
Because my entire life, I grew up thinking it was a monkey from Africa right. that started AIDS. Yeah. And it's not at all. Like, shit. When I was growing up, I thought <laughs> that all kinds of stuff that ain't right no more. Like I dinosaurs know, like, dragging their tail on the ground. That, that's why I brought up the crack. <laughs> the reason I brought up the crack is because they're like, yeah, that started in the hood. I'm like, and then I got older and I'm like, well, that's a smart motherfucker. That like put some chemistry together and figure out that baking soda mm-hmm. could carry cocaine longer. Like, and then I I learned about it, and I'm like, hey, that didn't happen at all. That's hey, hey, just, hey, but don't underestimate that because hillbilly engineering and afro engineering go hand in hand. Those motherfuckers are ingenious sometimes. When you when you take everything from somebody and they got to fucking make it on their own, they figure shit out, man. It's it's kind of crazy and and I agree with that. I the backwoods like hillbillies, about, some of the I shit know, they come up Mountain, with. Mountain Dew is Mountain Dew is in, invented a chaser for bourbon, but like, like right. yeah, but like, <laughs> but crack just appeared, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there was crack. Right. And and all of a sudden there was AIDS. So I don't know. This is one we should probably revisit. I seen but, a, I seen a dude take a I seen a dude take a paper clip, stick it in one side of a light socket, and then take another paper clip and stick it in the other side of the light socket. And then he rolled up a piece of toilet paper and he dropped it on the two barbs at the same time, and it fucking lit on fire. And he lit a cigarette off it. That's impressive. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't even fucking tried that you know what I mean <laughs> that's impressive because you, you have to have some fucking understanding of, of, of electricity yeah. I'm, I don't have any I'm like that's but my AIDS, that's my weakness AIDS is not that no right that's so there's weird. nobody was cooking that one up in the in the no, backwoods that, that had somebody had to like generate that in my yeah, that's opinion a, that's a lamb I mean, yeah all right, that's the first. Uh, that's the first, first twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. All right, cool. We uh, we right. we solved a lot of problems for a lot we of states. Did. We did. <laughs> a few right, of them were like, "Just get over it, man. It's been a long time." <laughs> it was the forties. What are you? Gonna you, do? you you really haven't had anything weird happen since eighteen seventy-six. All right, fuck it. <laughs> All right, that's the first twenty-five. I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. This is everything that's weird. For show notes and merchandise, go to www.everythingthatsweird.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to like, subscribe, and review anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. See you next time.